This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Good morning, Marvelites! Welcome to Marvel Movie News. And I know it's uh, the morning, the afternoon, the evening, wherever you may be. Thank you for joining us for what will be a fun-filled, exciting extravaganza with very, very little news. But it is Marvel Movie News. I'm Christian Blatt, joined, as always, by Zia Anderson, a.k.a. Zia Landerson, Zia Landerson Bastille Day. This has been a while since I've got all my names. What's up? Hi. And uh, joining us, very excited to have here on the show, uh, Lana Jordan. Uh, And I said your name wrong, didn't I? It's Elena. 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 I know it's so frustrating because it's spelled Elena. It's spelled wrong. I I even told myself in my head, it's like, it's Elena, it's Elena. And then I looked and I'm like, well, it says Elena on the screen. So she must be wrong. Elena Jordan, (laughs) who... Uh, here's what uh, the three of us have in common. We we all got to know each other on the Legion After Show, but we weren't all on at the same time. Uh, Zia and I were on season two, and uh, Elena and I did uh, season three. And uh, so we really bonded over uh, all of David Holler's minions calling him daddy and how super creepy it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. It was super weird. Uh, so and weird. Uh, of course, uh, our, our fearless leader, Zach Wilson, is uh, deep undercover. Uh, he's deep in Hydra territory, uh, I think somewhere in Latveria, but I probably shouldn't say where he is because now they know where to go find him. So that's not where he is. Not, he's not uh he's vacationing yeah he's va- vacationing in madripoor with uh, wolverine so it's fine okay he's he's not on he's not undercover so uh and of course uh mr fantastic ryan wilson in the chat and colt Bedeau tweeting from the star jammer we always appreciate that colt uh, always uh, messages me all the i'm using air quotes the news over the weekend and uh, you know the week basically it's the weekend there's, between there's these news. shows and it's usually rumors we've got a lot of rumors today we're doing a lot more rumors than we ever should do but there's almost no real news and i'm not gonna lie the real news is pretty lame and one of the items is gross uh and <laughs> we'll get to that and we'll explain why we're coming to you live today from spumco productions but first uh disney ceo uh, bob chapek who kind of doesn't really have his job right now because bob Iger had to stick around and try and uh, keep the company from going bankrupt but he says there's no productions no projections for when marvel productions and any of these other big disney temples will resume i don't think that should be a surprise no. that uh, people aren't getting back onto film and TV sets anytime soon because even states like Georgia that seem to be a, a little bit more further along in terms of opening things, you're not going to be able to get actors. You're not going to be able to get crews. People don't want to be on a film set 
uh, right now, you know, maybe, you know, optimistically, maybe in the summer, but that, that sounds overly optimistic. What do you think, Elena? I don't think you're going to see anything until 2021. Honestly, I think for the rest of the year, it's going to be pretty much out. Um, yeah, I because... think I... go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I think your traditional sort of productions won't be happening. You're going to get sort of, you're going to get content, you know, like uh, Saturday Night Live has been doing these at home episodes where people film themselves. They'll do sketches over Zoom. Uh, my wife is working on a show with Jenji Cohen, who created Weeds and Orange is the New Black, where the awesome. actors are going to be filming themselves in quarantine. And I think there will also be elements like this. I, I probably know a little bit more about that show than I'm allowed to say, but you're going to get content that can be created right now, but it's not going to look like what we're, we're used to, you know? So you're going to have your your providers that have content already in the bank, like CBS All Access, uh, let us know that season two of the Twilight Zone is going to be coming up over the summer. I think a lot more people are going to see that than saw season one. They've got a season three of Star Trek Discovery. Uh, Ryan, all indications are that the Mandalorian season two is finished, right? I mean, maybe they're still doing effects and stuff, but that they, they finished. That's correct. Yeah. They have finished right? principal yeah. photography and Ahsoka Tano's in it. Right. Exactly. So, you know, the, right. those are the things that are going to be able to look good. The stuff that's already done. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think Zia? When do you think that, uh, we might get to finish off those, uh, those Disney plus shows that, you know, unfortunately, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't finish. WandaVision wasn't supposed to finish, but uh, you know they're not going to be able to resume those until things get back to normal. Yeah, no, I'm with Elena on this. I don't think we're going to get to see anything until 2021. I mean, uh, the, we were surprised and excited for the fact that we were going to get WandaVision a little bit earlier than we thought in December. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. So who knows when we're going to get that, which I'm like really bummed about. I'm so bummed about WandaVision. I was really excited about that show. I'm, I'm That's more the one excited. I was most excited about. Yeah, I'm, I'm more excited for that show than I am for the next couple movies that are coming up. You know, I mean, I, I'm sure yeah, those so movies. Good. I'm yeah. sure those movies are going to be good, but I, I'm just so intrigued by that show and how different it's supposed to be. So, and just that um, it leads directly into the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm also really excited to see. I yeah. know it's not going to be as horror as maybe we thought or as some directors might have wanted, but just the fact that we're going to get a Disney movie with horror elements, I think, are just yeah. going to be really and it's cool. Gonna be, we know it's going to be Sam Raimi. We talked about that a few weeks yeah. ago. So whenever it happens, excited. look. There, there's probably going to be a year where we get like six Marvel movies because they're going to fall so far behind, but uh, it's all right. All the movies are still going to happen. Just well, a lot not- of that is also going to be dependent on what ends up happening with the restructuring of the theaters too. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, even that could come into play where they may release some streaming instead and some VOD. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I yeah. feel like your Marvel movies are going to still be big. Ten Have theatrical releases, movies, but, but- other movies that are squatting on specific dates from other studios. They might be like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And look, uh, last Saturday, I went and saw a movie. I went to a drive-in in Pomona oh, and did not get out of the right. car. But I saw the I saw Trolls World Tour with my kids. I saw a relatively new movie. So You look, saw no. the one that set off all yeah. of the... You, you were like, I'm going to combat it a little bit. Yeah. I'll see it in theaters. I'm, I'm going to spend $20, <laughs> but it's going to be so that my wife and I can sit in our car and watch it and listen to it on the radio. <laughs> Hey, uh, that's uh, it's still going to the movies. It still counts. Look, I think. Yeah. I, I think if if Black Widow comes out in November, I'll probably go see it at the drive-in. I don't know if I'm. I, I you know we've talked a lot about this in recent weeks. I think I've gotten a little bit more weirded out about you know because we've talked about like oh, I'll give it a month after theaters open, and I'm like, 
yeah, I don't know. You know what? Maybe I don't need to see Wonder Woman 84. I'll just I'll just see it when it comes out later. It's fine. I'll, I'll get it digitally. I, I'm sure I it's going to be Wonder good. Woman 84, but that's another one that I'm like, drive in, baby. Yeah, that's true. I would say <laughs> drive that. Drive-in theaters oh, are going to come back well, in a well, big way. Yeah. There's <laughs> actually I mean, going to be a new one coming in June, too, to LA. So ooh, smart. Yeah. See? You don't smart. have to go to Pomona. Anyway, hey, let us know in the chat if uh, you have uh, drive-in options near you. In some places, I know they're actually not open but uh, this one was. Uh, so let's move on to uh, the gross news, which is uh, Sony Pictures has clarified the official name for its Marvel movie universe, Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters or Spunk. So uh, that makes me think of Spumco Productions, which is John Crickfalusi who did Ren and Stimpy. So that was in the intro when I said we were coming from Spumco Productions. But um I don't know. They could have come up with something better. So I have anything I have, else. Uh, yeah. So uh, my first comment is ew. And <laughs> second comment is are the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire movies part of that universe? Are they alternate, you know, are they alternate spider verses in that? You know, I, I don't know. I feel like I, they I, have to work that in. At some point. Yeah. I would, I would really like if they would work that in because those movies are too great to just ignore. Except, except for, for three, except for Spider-Man three, and I know yeah, we can I, ignore Spider-Man three. I know not everybody likes Amazing Spider-Man two, but I did like it. I, I thought it was I, fine. It was I good. thought all the all the all the Peter and Gwen yeah. stuff made me be able to overlook Jamie Foxx as Electro. But in sort of talking about these universes, uh, Elena, you were telling us before you started. There's a really interesting quote from Chris Miller, so I'd like to yeah. uh, have you share that with the audience. So yesterday, actually, um, Chris Miller did with comicbook.com a quarantine watch along and uh, somebody asked him on Twitter, um, point blank, like, what can you tell us about the cameo that was supposed to the Tom Holland cameo? Um, was this a real thing? Was this ever really pitched? And were there other characters who were pitched as well? And he confirmed that, yes, we pitched the Sony Brass, an ambitious tag involving Spider-Ham, Toby, Andrew, and Tom. They felt it was, quote, too soon. Hashtag Spider-Verse. So the good thing about this, though, is it it has been said, too, because um, Tom Holland had said he'd always wanted to do cameos and things, too potentially that could be reevaluated later when these characters are, since they're now kind of considered more like the zeitgeist, whereas before they weren't quite sure how they were going to be received. Now that the reception is, you know, a little bit more well-known and there's going to be a sequel, I'm thinking this means potentially we may see these cameos in the future, but maybe that's just me being optimistic. Yeah, that's that's just wishful thinking. And by the way, you need to get everybody uh, into this tag. You you should also have Nicholas Hammond, who was the live action Spider Man in the nineteen seventy eight TV series, which was awful. But someone I follow on Twitter like loves that show and talks about. It. He, what the, is that he, with the spider ropes? He, he shoots ropes out of yeah. It's <laughs> it's and he doesn't fight any supervillains. It's just it, no. But good. you know he he was one of our on screen. Look, I love this idea. Um, I, I just, I have an, I have a, I have an affinity for all of those Spider-Men that we talked about. I would love to see, even if it is a, a gag at the end of a movie, you know, Toby and Andrew, I, I don't know. I just think it'd be funny. What do you think, Zia? Um, no, I'd love it. That'd be amazing. I think that we need to get that. We need a live action into the Spider-Verse and we need all of the original spot. I just think that, that you can't ignore all of those properties. I even liked the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, Spider, I was going to say Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. <laughs> um, Spider-Man, that came, that's Sp his last name. <laughs> yeah. Spider Peter Spider-Man. Andrew yeah. Spider-Man, Peter Spider-Man. <laughs> um, 
I, I, I liked those movies more than I think most people like them. I like bad movies, it seems, right? Um, but it's just, I, and I would, I would think that that would be a lot of fun and something that definitely should be done. Um, in the chat, just back yeah. to Spunk real yes, quick. Yes, please. God, uh, no. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. Lena, what are, I'm sorry. What are, our, what are our very merry Marvel Spunkoites saying? If anybody is making any web puns, I'm done. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> So I, I was thinking maybe, you know, somebody would be like, oh, that's interesting. No, not one person. Um, Zeno Hour Spunk is a horrible name. Um, Kamer Girl, this is the dumbest name for a cinematic universe in cinematic universe history. <laughs> uh, Rock says, ugh, leave it to Sony to come up with something that bad. And um, I feel like. Oh, Gamer Girl agrees with me. Andrew Garfield is really underrated as Spider-Man. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, look, right. I, I agree. Uh, yes. he, I, he I really like him as Peter Parker. He, he's still, he's still. Uh, I thought was a great Peter Parker. He's fine as Spider-Man. But I re- the I really thing like was, it was like, I, I, I don't know. I disagree. I felt like he was a good Spider-Man, but he was too cool to be Peter Parker. And Toby was so good as Peter Parker because he was so nerdy. But I couldn't buy him as Spider-Man. So, so then you, I was like, Tom Holland, look at you, the combination. You've got it down, and you look like a young Stanley. Snaps <laughs> for you, young man. He is so, perfect. So you didn't <laughs> think that the, the the guy who played a character who was friends with Mark Zuckerberg in college was uh, was nerdy enough to Dude, be Spider-Man? Dude, if you skateboard into your school like, <laughs> what up, bros? High fives. I'm Spider-Man. I'm like, F <laughs> off, dude. You're not a nerd. Like, I got shoved into lockers. I want to see Peter shoved into lockers and then I want him to be like, Just what really? up? <laughs> yeah and then be like you know like i see toby mcguire getting his butt kicked in high school that i believe andrew garfield being like yeah. hey bros i'm like mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> i don't buy it and then gwen become... just being like wow you're so cool peter like that that's I, kind of the much. take you get on spider-man on the uh the marvel spider-man on disney xd he he's a pretty cool kid yeah. actually he's not Same, he's not a, he's not nerdy enough he's, <laughs> no, it's he's, like, he's like a cool nerd yeah, he goes to a, a, a like you know a science school, uh, and so everybody's a nerd. So uh, I don't know. I mean, although I guess that's the case in the movies. Uh, Before we Linda, move on, sorry. Well, I was Just gonna say, Linda in the chat pointed. Linda in the chat pointed out that Nicholas Hammond has been hanging out in Australia waiting for this. He's waiting <laughs> for that call. Like, guys, I was Spider Man too. I'm ready. Come on. Uh, before Please we move go. on, I just want to highlight a couple more things in the chat, just because they're really funny. Um, I've passed over. It was Zeno Hour. Wow, Sony Pictures Universe of what the hell is your problem, Sony? Um, I like that <laughs> oh one. God. And then, but we do have one more. Uh, Ghost eighty three eighty six says, "I like Spump. Come at me, bro." No, so we got one like. We got one like. I think like WWGS. We won't give you Spider Man, and that's <laughs> we, just it. Like that's I, what the whole thing is called. It's just we won't give you Spider Man. I, I think uh, the <laughs> Xeno Hour is really long title. If if Xeno Hour, if you take the time to put that on a T-shirt, I'll definitely buy one and I'll wear it on the show. So yeah, uh, but I'm putting it on you. I am not making that T-shirt. I, I want to do it. Uh, so uh, yeah, so look, that's interesting, and I would love to see all of that. And uh, also, I would just like to see any live action Spider Man interact with Spider Ham. So, so even if it even if it is you know e- even if it it's just just one Spider Man and one Spider Ham, I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm still. Would on. you like to see though? Would you like to see a cartoon Spider Ham in a live action, or mm-hmm. 
a um uh cgi, oh, like CGI. i was yeah. thinking spider i was ham. thinking more like roger rabbit where it's a cartoon spider ham interacting with live action actors i think that's better than yeah. like going yeah. the scooby-doo route making us all sad and it'd just be oh. kind of creepy like don't you think that a live like a live action cgi spider ham would be kind of creepy instead of cool you'd i would be hate like, it what is this <laughs> yeah i mean uh, yeah no i was trying to i was trying to convince i was just about to talk myself into it and i'm like no i wouldn't like it i wanted <laughs> no. to be animated I, I was trying to be open-minded and uh, I'm just not capable of-, of They go full Lion King and it just looks like a real pig, but talking. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> John uh, Mulaney's voice in an actual yeah, right. pig. <laughs> well, look, as long as it's John Mulaney's voice, uh, if, it, if it was a CGI Spider-Ham and not John Mulaney's voice, that was going to be a problem. But uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd be willing to, I guess, at least entertain it, but still probably be horrified by it. <laughs> uh, now, unfortunately, it's time to uh, dip into the old uh, rumor mill. Uh, our first rumor comes from the direct, and we all know what we get from the direct. Uh, Ghost Rider, rumored to be in development for Marvel Studios, uh, with uh, Feige developing it as a film version. This would not be the. This would be for the MCU, and this would not be the Robbie Reyes take on the character that we oh. saw field that was in development for hulu and then they canceled it uh and the thinking is and i like this and i want to see what you think zia that the character could be introduced logically in dr strange and the multiverse of madness what do you think about that zia i mean that'd be a great way to introduce them i would prefer it if that wasn't the whole like a big part of the storyline in the movie. Cause I would sure. rather see what they do with all of the different multiverse and different uh, Sorcerer Supremes and getting to see, uh, 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 I was going to say WandaVision, but not WandaVision, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch uh, yeah. in, in the movie more. I would like, I would prefer it to be that, but I would like if they introduced it maybe at the end, like an end credit scene or just at the end of the movie and they're like, boom, and then you get that, that'd be cool. I'm super bummed though that it's not Gabriel Luna as Robbie Reyes that. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he, why really, I, he really was great on uh, agents of shield as a character. What do you think about all this, uh, Elena, about, you know, it, the potential for it to be a, a movie version and it not to be Robbie Reyes. And I don't know if that means it'll be Johnny blaze again. And I don't know if that means, you know, because Nick Cage? I was going to say, <laughs> Nick, Cage, Nick, Cage. Nick, Nick oh, Cage has got his phone. He's like looking at it right now. He's like, Hey, it's not ringing. What, you know, <laughs> What do you think about all of this, Elena? He's he's too busy being Tiger King, man. Oh, yeah, he that's doesn't right. have time to be Knight Rider. He's got a well, he doesn't have time to be Knight Rider or Ghost Rider, but honestly, I mean, go, go, he, Knight no, Rider, he would he would do a Ghost Rider and a Knight Rider. He would also do a crossover where he plays both Ghost Rider what and What if Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff was Ghost Rider? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so there is a comment in the chat that Gamer Girl says the only actor I accept for Johnny Blaze is Norman Reedus. And now, okay. ooh, that's that. cool. I like that. I could see that. The only thing is, we've seen him on a motorcycle too much, I think, like with the, oh. the whole Daryl thing. Maybe like, I'm a like, little. no. It's like, to me, it would be a little too on the nose. I think they wouldn't do that. I, but I'm with you, Zia. I don't want that to be a big part of the multiverse story. I want it to focus on the actual multiverse yeah so yeah no no i don't, I don't want him to I'm... be a major character but i think if they introduce him in a way and maybe it's like they just even pop into a world where he's there and then it's like whoa that's too scary let's get out of here you know that'd be fine you know right yeah 
I don't hate uh, that. Let us know what you think in the chat. Are you excited for a film version of Ghost Rider? Do you want to see him in Doctor Strange or should he just be introduced in his own standalone movie starring Nick Cage? Let us know what you think. Uh, another rumor is that uh, uh, Becky Lynch from the WWE is said to appear in an upcoming Marvel movie in the way where it was kind of thrown around by, let's see, Chris Tapley from Netflix, just sort of saying like, oh, she's in it. And I don't quite know who this person is, but it was enough that an article was written about it. And again, we don't have real news. So we're talking, uh, look, I told Zach last week that Z and I deal in rumor and innuendo. We're actually not that interested in real news, but when it comes, we, we share it. But uh, so uh, there's one thought that would be obviously for somebody from the WWE, she could already be in Black Widow. And uh, I'm just sort of wondering what uh, each of you think of that. Elena, what do you think about this idea? I mean, I would be down. Black Widow has just the best cast ever already. Like Rachel Weiss, I can't wait to see. Like even Florence Pugh, I'm like super excited about. Like I, I can't wait for this. And I think it would make total sense since this is like all about these strong, fierce women that they would have somebody who has the muscle tone and has the training and has the background to be a character. I mean, really she could fit in pretty much any MCU movie, but um in some limited capacity, I would imagine. Yeah, but, but we would expect cool. this movie to have a lot of hand-to-hand -hand combat. So yeah, I think it'd be it would cool. definitely make sense. What do you think, Zia? Um, you know, I don't really have that much of an opinion on it. I don't All watch... right, thanks. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, Christian. See, I wish this is when I wish we were in studio so I could just like punch you in the face. I, like I can't yeah. do that through Zoom. I, I'm a lot more bold on Zoom. I know. Damn it. Um no, I just, I don't have much of an opinion on it because I don't, I've never seen anything she's done. Like just looking at her, sure, I guess. I don't know what kind of an actress she is. Oh, I, mean, I mean, we all kind of saw what I, happened I'm, with Ronda Rousey in acting. I, I'm going to so. assume she's, I'm going to assume she's terrible, but that's not, you know, look, you have to be able to, you have to walk into the ring, you know, with a prepared performance and I'm sure you've yeah. got line. You know, she understands the process and yeah, like I'm expecting her to just be doing a lot of fighting. So I, I don't know. I think that's all right. Wait, what was the, who was the, uh, from UFC, who was the one that was in Mandalorian? Uh, I know some people were really Gina critical. Carano. Yeah, she wasn't, I, for, she never fought yeah. in the UFC, but she fought she, in, I, in other, uh, okay. So other mixed martial arts. Okay. Yeah. So she, I thought, I actually thought she was a, she was a good character. I think she did a good she's job. Fantastic. I did too. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was great. So you never know. I did, I did meet Becky Lynch once and she's a freaking lovely person. She's super sweet. But that's all I know. <laughs> uh, our pal uh, Colt Bedeau says that she would be the perfect uh, Elsa Bloodstone, uh, who's a character featured in Fearless, Fearless Defenders, Midnight Suns, and Next Wave. It's sort of a young female monster hunter. And when he said that, I'm like, well, why is that movie not already in development? That sounds like they've got their own like Buffy character. So why aren't, I mean, maybe it is, you know, maybe, maybe Feige's got, you know, a, a, like a, a virtual cloud filled with all of these scripts that they've had people write. And that's just one of many, but uh, let us know in the chat, who do you think uh, she would play? And is there someone that you can think of from e whether it be WWE, UFC, mixed martial arts, are there uh, performers that you think would actually be a good fit for the MCU? and maybe even a specific character, uh, let us know. And Zia, you've got your eyes on the chat, so let I us know. I do, there's actually see. already some answers in here. Great. let's hear uh, it. Gamer Girl says I'd cast her as Mystique, even though Mystique isn't Irish, but she does, the the Mystique that I remember from X-Men the Animated Series had, had the orange, like red-orange hair. Sure. So there's yeah. that. 
It was well. I guess it was more red, but it looked orange. Well, to me. I that's don't know why. that's basically what she looks like in the comics. Is is that hair color? Mm-hmm. And, right, perfect. And the fact that she always wore that dress. I like know, that I, dress. It's very impractical, but it's also like, yeah, I'll be fine. And practical. She got a lot of movement. She's got the slits up the side. The legs can go anywhere. It's perfect. It's a great point. You know what? <laughs> Obviously, I've never fought in that dress. Clearly, you have. So mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jenna James says maybe she can be She Hulk, uh, Siren, and Deadpool three, uh, Tigra, Firestar. Good. Angela and oh. Thor four, and then but she but she did go on to say, to be honest, I'd rather an actress with an, with actual acting chops for each of those roles. Yeah, I mean, I think Firestar. Stephanie Beatrice is She Hulk. Oh, from uh, from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I met almost, her at a party at NBC, and she and I talked about She Hulk for like a oh, solid wow. hour. She knows yeah. everything about the character. Awesome. She loves her. She wants to play her so bad, and so ever since that night, where I was just like. Tossing them back at an no, NBC party. I remember her name being out there. Uh, back when Z and I had Marvel News to cover all, uh, most weekdays, we would do Marvel Movie News, and that was one of the ones we talked about. I think she would be great. I mean, I, I haven't seen uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine in, in a while, but I think she's uh, she's very funny in that show, and I think that that's what She-Hulk needs. You know, you need- uh, to, Charles Lee corrected me. Siren What's is that? pronounced Siren. I read it wrong. Oh, so Banshee's daughter, Siren from uh, Generation uh, Generation X. Well, I, I am unfamiliar with that character. So. Well, yeah, Banshee's one of the the original new X-Men, which yes, I know that's a little bit of an oxymoron, but the, the first team of new X-Men and his daughter, Siren, was in uh, Generation X. Right. Uh, these are all great ideas. Uh, please keep them coming. Uh, let's move further down into the rumor mill. We have uh, the rumor that Secret Warriors is in the early stages of development. This is a rumor that comes up every few months. This is not a new rumor, but it's uh, worth talking about that they're currently just at the point where they'd be looking for a writer for the project. Because that's the level of development of this, I feel like this is probably pretty likely. I think just getting a writer, because look, we know that they, you know, uh, Noah Hawley wrote a Doctor Doom script, and I know that that's not Disney proper, that's, that's Fox, but... It's, it happens all the time. Like, yeah, what do you think of this? You know, Kevin Smith wrote a Superman movie that you can find on the internet, you know? So, and it's the one that would have starred Nicolas Cage, speaking of which, just keeping it all full circle. So this sort of thing actually happens a lot. Uh, the Secret Warriors, there's a lot of characters that could potentially be a part of this, uh, two of whom I think would be of particular interest to fans of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Quake and Yo-Yo, uh, uh, but uh, also uh, Phobos, Hellfire, uh, Stonewall, and then some other characters are Ms. Marvel, the Kamala Khan, Khan version, Moon Girl, Fashion and Dread. Devil Dinosaur, Inferno, and Karnak, and then uh, my one of my favorites uh, from the X-Men slash New Mutants, Magic, ends up being a member of the Secret Warriors at one point, who now we think back to that trailer for New Mutants, how exciting it was to see Magic for like eight seconds, and it's still like the only eight seconds we've seen of her, but I I still enjoyed it. <laughs> Um, what do you think, Elena, about the potential for a secret warriors of the characters that I just sort of regurgitated their names out there? Is there anybody that stands out like, oh, I'd like to see whether it's uh, a film, a series, an animated property. Does anybody stand out like, oh, I'd be interested in seeing them? I think it would be cool just if they end up moving forward with it. Um, but I, I do like the idea of like, Hellfire, Sebastian Druid was one too that I think we skipped oh, over. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but uh, I mean, I 
I do want to see something Miss Marvel, but with Captain Marvel, I feel like they were going to be worried that the names are similar and they'll be confused, yeah. like just for general public. And I've seen that a lot, which really pisses me off because I'm like, well, Captain Marvel was originally DC and it. it, it well, Shazam, yeah, I know. Shaz- that, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. And- but, but yeah, I would that, like to that, see that'll, this. That'll movie. tie into our main topic in a little bit, actually. But I think that, uh, unless I'm mistaken, Disney Plus is developing a Ms. Marvel series with the Kamala oh. Khan Ms. Marvel. So I, that could lend itself to like, okay, yeah. And she could also, you could you could kind of do the Defenders again, where maybe you start to put together these series. And, you know, we know they have She-Hulk. Uh, we know they have Moon Knight, which we'll barely talk about in a second. Uh, but you know, so they could be putting together a team from some of these series that are in development at Disney plus. What do you think Zia about, uh, this, this idea of developing another team and are there characters that we've mentioned that you, you think you'd actually like to see, get a chance to be on the screen, big or small? Um, I think it's a cool idea. I think it sort of takes a lot of what you saw in agents of shield, but I would like to see, and I definitely would like to see quake come back. Um, and I would like to see that character given a little bit more production value and a little bit more of a budget. I think there's a lot of really cool things that you could do there. Um, so I think it'd be fun. I definitely think it'd be fun. I think that it would be good for some reason that just seems like it would work better as a series than a movie, but I think either way, as long as it had, I just think it just needs a little bit more of a budget. Yeah, no, I can, I can definitely agree with that. Uh, the, and I, I alluded to it. The uh, other rumor that was uh, circulating was that Keanu Reeves would be Moon Knight. Uh, just, no, that's not what they're going to do with him. Because no. Moon Knight's for TV. They're going to yeah. put him in a movie. So, uh, still hoping for I, Daniel Radcliffe. I, I still think that's a fun idea. But uh, obviously, anybody who's watching the video can see Zia's background. So you might be a little biased. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, and then not to do with movies or TV, but the uh, for those of you who like to uh, actually read comic books as as physical media and and not just digitally, I've got a ton of them right here behind me in these boxes. Uh, the uh, so Marvel's going to resume delivery on May twenty seventh because they stopped. We talked about this at the beginning of April. It's going to be a very small slate the first couple weeks. But some big titles, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 43, Avengers 33, Venom 25, uh, The Marauders, which I'm kind of intrigued to see an ongoing series, and uh, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra number one. So they've got those. They've uh, got some digital-only titles the next few weeks that they may publish as as uh, actual hard copies in, in the future. Ant-Man, Ghost Rider, uh, Hawkeye, Freefall. So they're continuing to put out the content, but I think that's good news to hear that Diamond Publishing is printing again. They are going to ship them out. I know DC is doing the same thing where it's it's a limited number of titles the first few weeks. But the idea that, look, even here in California on Friday, you would be able to not go into your local comic store, but you could do curbside pickup. They could bring them out to you and put them in your car. So uh, what do you think when we you hear this, Elena, sort of this very small step of like, okay, well, we're going to actually print new comic books now. Um, I am excited to hear this mostly because a lot of my really good friends are, uh, retailers and own small comic book shops. And I've been very worried about what might happen, um, to that whole industry really. Um, and I am very, I've been very encouraged. I have heard a lot of people are refusing to cancel their pull boxes. They're still, even though there've been no real releases, they're saying, you know, still hold and keep whatever you can and whenever we can pick them up we'll come get them and we'll still 
buy from you. I hope that that continues to be the case. I think that this is going to set a good precedent that I'm hoping other publishers will continue to follow so that they'll start releasing some more, um, especially as things are looking like they're going to open for pickup. Obviously, you know, most precautions taken as possible, but I'm thinking of the people that I know who are like me who read comics and I'm like, my comic is probably my comic collection is probably the the most sanitized thing I have in my home. Like everything is in a bag and a board and it's like, you know, like I, I keep it safe. I want yeah, everything. My, like- my, my X-Men number one has been in here for almost 30 years. So this is one of the, the cleanest things that I have here. My in God, my that's beautiful. Look at See, that. I'm like, if, I want everything to be able to just walk to, up to the CGC and be like, I'm not embarrassed by this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That's just, that's my only goal is to not have any in my home that I'm like, don't look at me. Yeah. Um, and look, anybody who is a collector, <laughs> you never actually touch the comic books when you read them anyway. I would always like put a magazine or something. So I didn't want to put my my greasy fingers which were usually you know covered in chocolate and snacks and things you know well, what yeah. I'm saying, we know that i had uh, the, yeah. the little the turner the page turners the oh little you're even more hardcore than i am see i love that uh and by the way <laughs> nice. a, a lot of you know we've we've done this a few times on here if you wanted to shout out any of the uh, retailers that you have friends please do give them credit. And uh, especially if they're taking orders online, you should always uh, feel free to uh, share that with our audience. Maximum Comics in Vegas, phenomenal. Um, Big shout out to Jay, he's incredible. Um, uh, Another Jay, Jay Brothers Comics, who they're fantastic. They're at a lot of conventions. They're like the big booths that you see echoed multiple times. Um, I know they've been kind of taking a hit from this too, but they've been doing some online stuff. Um, Franklin and Sons, you can go on there. They've been doing a lot of uh, virtual sales stuff, so you can still get some stuff from them. Um, Rocket Comics, just shout out. These are mostly LA, but yeah, I know that's the, the interesting over. thing is we've sh- we've shouted out a lot of LA places, but the, I, I've, we've taken some suggestions. And Maximum people- Comics in Vegas, though, straight up because those guys are incredible. They are some of the best people I've ever met, and even talking about getting things graded by the CGC, uh, one of my favorite things they ever did was they did with the J Brothers for the Amazing Cons a kids coloring contest where the kid actually was able to go and get his personal or her personal comic that he or she colored graded by the CGC and put in the actual plastic thing and mailed uh, to their house. So it was like a collector's item they could keep forever. I was like, pretty great. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, buy from these people. They're good yeah, people. Yeah, no, exactly. And look, a lot, of, a lot of shops are doing, you know, they're, they're doing sort of online auctions and things. So yeah, just keep in touch with your local comic book store or uh, any of the ones that we mentioned. Uh, Zia, uh, what do you think about this, you know, comics coming back on a, on a small scale, gradually, kind of the way that everything should be happening, small scale and gradually, you know? Look, it's a start. I just hope that that this is goes towards comic books, uh, comic book shops not having to close down. Um, and if you're offering curbside pickup, if you've got new stuff and you can just go pick it up and someone hands it to you and you're in your car, I feel like that's a very, very safe compromise to like keep these local comic book shops open. So it's a good, it's a good start. And like you said, that's the way everything should be. So yeah, let's get a little bit more content. That'd be nice. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of content, uh, over on Disney Plus, look the the shows that we talked about, the live action shows are going to be uh, delayed. 
So uh, I did want to mention that there are a few things that are going to be on Disney Plus very soon. Uh, Fury Files will be on Disney Plus Friday, May 15th. This is where Nick Fury has files on every single Marvel superhero, and it gives us, quote, top secret access to S.H.I.E.L.D. intel on key Marvel heroes and villains, so you can find that there. Uh, and then the first season of Marvel's Future Avengers is already on Disney+. Plus. And then all 13 episodes of season two will be available May 22nd. So just in a couple weeks. So if this is something that you're not familiar with and it, it's a, it is animated, it's, it does seem that it, it skews younger, but look at something new. So, and I'm pretty sure we all have Disney plus, so you can uh, make sure you check that out there. Now I know that uh, Mr. Fantastic himself, uh, Ryan has a question. So Ryan, what would you like to to ask? Or this, put... yeah, I, I was just I was just messaging it real quick. This this, uh, this is kind of reverting back to what you guys were just talking about, but I just wanted to make something clear because I am actually very interested in, in buying some comics in the upcoming weeks, including the Star Wars one you just mentioned from Marvel. Uh, what is the most beneficial way, most helpful way for your local comic store to buy comics? Like, what's the most helpful and safe way to do it right now? Do you think? Well, I would say that if you, uh, I, I, I know where you live. So if you know that there's a shop around there, that's easy to get to, you know, I would, uh, see if there's a creepy way to say that. Well, I know I where you wanna, live. I, I almost said where he lived and I didn't know if he wanted people to, I don't know if he wanted people to know what city he's in, you know? So let's just pretend you live in Canoga park. Let's pretend you live somewhere hotter than where you actually live. Sure. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so if you want to find, uh, you know, if you know of a local shop up there, uh, see if they're open, see if they're doing it. And I would say the the shop that's closest to you, that would probably be the the one because if they're going to be open for curbside, you can do that. Because I look, I could tell you eight shops in and around the Burbank area, but that doesn't do you any good now that you don't head to the studio every day. You right. Because I, because I honestly. Whenever I get my Star Wars comics, I would just use the Marvel app. But yeah. if, if this is a way to keep these stores alive, well, I'm definitely of, willing to do it. And look, even stores that maybe aren't doing curbside pickup, uh, ones that uh, like uh, I've talked about Black Cat Comics here in Burbank, they were just doing mail order. They would just, you know, it, it, they and it was like just a few bucks if you would get a few books. They, you know, usually you know you'd put a few together you'd wait and then they'd ship it to you so you can get the mail to you too ryan yeah that would probably make it easier for you uh in all you can um also look on facebook a lot are doing facebook streaming where they're showing the the comics that they have in stock which i think is kind of a cool thing a lot of retailers are also giving their own personal reviews because a lot of them have their their personal recommended shelves so that's kind of a cool way too to maybe pick up some comics that you might not have heard about and a different situation so yeah and and i i think that uh, a, a lot of these places you know look the people who work at the stores are allowed to be in there you're just not allowed to open it to the public so mm-hmm. they are yeah i'm seeing uh neil adams has a shop also in burbank sorry all the shops that i mentioned are local but uh, crusty bunkers and they do a stream probably a few times a week and they they do exactly what elena's talking about they show you everything they have and so, yeah, these are shops that can mail to you if there isn't somewhere that's going to be around the corner from you, Ryan. Also, I know you work all day, so I don't even know when you'd be able to. Well, you know what? A- when I when I get these things, when I get these physical copies, I'm going to take pictures and tweet them at Marvel Movie News. And I suggest I everyone it. else in hey. the chat do the same. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Uh, so uh, I did want to talk about uh, a, a good rumor that is going to lead us into a fun topic that we'll wind down the show with here. Can I can I yeah, shout out while we're still talking about comics real quick? Yeah. The Matt Vollmer, who is actually producing the animated comic, which is 
kind of a, a mixture of actual animation and uh, yeah that's a good time to mention it sure and 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 you're involved in this so why don't you tell us a little bit of what you can about it yeah koi who used to host with you guys for marvel um a while back too is in it and mike kalinowski from dc movie news is in it um but matt volmer who also does the t you've heard that name because he does the tv time song yeah, for both the, marvel the and dc news uh, TV time. Yeah, that what Zia yeah. said. Yeah, we actually <laughs> don't have access to that file. Otherwise, we would have played it. But uh, that that file is under lockdown in North Hollywood, so we, uh, we're not able to play it. But so he did that. For yeah, the show. it's gonna yeah. be coming out. Um, so uh, shout out to him. He and Jake Wiederlin uh, came up with the idea to do a motion comic, and so this one is actually a, a voice motion comic that is a Spider-Man comic where Koi's playing Spider-Man. And I'm Mary Jane Watson. So look that at is you. Awesome. Shout out to those guys. And thank you for making one of my dreams come true. Yeah. There I don't know. That's like in the I love it, that character. In the top five of uh of, of female characters from comics. You know, if you're if you're gonna take non-superpowered characters, she might be maybe her and Aunt May. Those are those are like one and one A for me. So that's Gwen great. Stacy too, but yeah. love you know, too. still too soon on Gwen Stacy, but I agree. Uh, so yeah, I, and that's very exciting. And when, when people are going to be able to see it, we'll have to have you back so you can tell us more about, you know, where it can be found and when it can yes. be found and all that. But I know, I think he's going to tweet some stuff out because he's been tweeting out some little teasers as yeah. it's been happening. He played to the, the clip for me of my own voice back in it and I, I guess I wasn't allowed to play that yet, but it oh, sounded okay. cool. And I didn't even know that it was me at first. So it was neat. Well, we'll, <laughs> we we'll all a long time ago. We'll all be the tigers who hit the jackpot. And that's the beauty of it. So uh, the, uh, the last rumor that we have that'll lead into our fun topic is the idea that uh, Ironheart could be in development for Disney plus. Now this is Riri Williams, who is the 15 year old engineering student at MIT this is that version of Iron Man. And I think that that would be really interesting. I know that's something that Robert Downey Jr. said that uh, he would like to see that iteration of Iron Man be kind of like the next thing that we see. I mean, there was at one point we were gonna maybe get a War Machine movie, but uh, look, I think that this would be really cool. It's a different take. Uh, you know, look, it's a, it's a different character uh, using the the armor and all that. So I don't know. I think that it could actually be really cool. And then this is another one of those things where she's a member of the champions, which is a team that has again, Ms. Marvel. Uh, so she gets around, but also miles Morales she gets and uh, Nova and vision's daughter, Viv vision. So this is like sort of a, you know, kind of a, a younger, like a, a next generation sort of a, of younger heroes with sort of familiar power sets. So, it could be sort of the start of something really cool. Uh, I, I hope that this is a rumor that's true. Uh, what do you think, Zia, about a, an Ironheart series being in development for Disney Plus? So, I take guys, Zia's being the villain again. I kind of don't care. Sorry. It's fair. Really? I, I, that's, that's your role on the show. But just remember that role. we have a lot of that's audio listeners who can't hear you shrug. But uh, I just kind of went, uh. Went, um, I would went, like to see a War Machine movie quite a bit. That'd be awesome. I would also like to see that. That'd be very cool. To this. Yeah. Yeah. I just typically like Spider-Man is kind of one of the only like teen characters that I really like. A lot of the teen stuff is a little too kitschy for me. So I just kind of find myself being like, oof, I can't. And if you like it, that's totally awesome. It's just, 
I just, I have a hard time getting into that stuff. So we'll remind people that Zia hated Cloak and Dagger and yeah. barely, barely tolerated the Runaways. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> runaways, I'm not going to lie. Runaways lost me as soon as they called a VCR a VHS machine. And I was like, whatever, <laughs> parents kill them. I don't care about these kids anymore. Take them out. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's I'm like, wait, parents I'm the, at this I'm, point. I'm on the parents' side, so that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Elena, about uh, an Ironheart series? like that because I would be more excited about champions than secret warriors personally I feel like yeah. if they're gonna do another team up I mean obviously Miss Marvel is not gonna be just like zipping around to all of them unlikely she um, could move fast she could jump between shows <laughs> uh but I mean I don't know I think it would be cool I think it would be a, a nice way too to kind of open up the fandom to a younger generation um a lot of people I think forget too that when spider-man was originally written a lot of the people who wrote it were teenagers who were just fans of the series like jerry conway who made the decision to kill off gwen stacy was actually only i think 15 at the time too so to me i like to see the superheroes kind of reflect those comic book creators because i think a lot of people don't know the reason that they killed aunt may or that the reason they killed gwen stacy was because stan lee said we're gonna kill aunt may and Jerry Conway, this teen this teenage kid, was like, uh, if you do that, he has no impetus to be Spider-Man anymore. Every day that yeah. he looks at Aunt May, he feels feels guilt. This teenager explained it. So I'm like, I like seeing kind of the teen versions of these characters because to me, they're representative of the people who created them and the way they wanted to see themselves. And, yeah, and having when Jerry Conway comes up, it's always worth mentioning. One, he's a fun follow on Twitter. I follow him there. But also, in the same 12-month uh, period, he not only killed Gwen Stacy, then the next month killed Norman Osborn, but also introduced the Punisher. So uh, he had a really good year. I'm the uh, Punisher, though. The, oh, yes, you're the pun <laughs> I have a dash. Fisher. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you should have the dash in there. Uh, but like, so, look, so teenagers, I'm into it. I think it's cool. I do think, look, I especially like these properties as comic books because I feel like that's the hardest way to get younger audiences into it. You can you can put them in front of a Disney Plus series, but the idea that, you know, look, they uh, free comic book day would have been this past weekend if comic books had been open and comic books were being published. And every year I always took my son and then once our daughter was born, we would always go and they would they would go home with stuff and they really just kind of flipped through them. But it's the idea that comic books are a thing I think is important for a younger generation. But if you just watch them on the app, like Ryan was talking about, that, that still works too. But uh, I, I think that it, it's good to try and bring these stories to people in as many ways possible. Uh, in any case, I'm speaking so fast because I want to make sure we get to our fun topic, which is inspired by this topic of Ironheart. Who are some of our favorite spinoff slash reboot characters? You know, so that's sort of like somebody else as another version of the character. So, you know, you, you have, you have Rhodey as War Machine also in the comics, Rhodey was Iron Man when Tony Stark was dealing with his alcoholism, which is a great story to introduce your children to. If you want your kids to read comics, definitely have Tony Stark living on the street, living out of a bottle. That's what I think your kids want. That's the story. Hey, but that teaches them a lesson. Don't become an alcoholic. Yeah, but you're still a billionaire. <laughs> So, All right, you know. kids, if you're going to be an alcoholic, be a billionaire yeah, first. Right. Mm -hmm. That's uh, the so, lesson. Elena, who are some of your favorites that we're talking about? Sort of like newer takes uh, of some of our classic favorite characters. And let us know in the chat. We'll try and read as many of, we, of them as we can before we run out of time. 
Uh, I adore Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Sure. Um, obviously, I think most people do. I actually like the the Spider-Verse film a little bit more than the actual comics, but as far as the actual comics go, I love, love, love pretty much every iteration of Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers is, of course, my personal favorite because in the comics, they're a lot more heavy on the puns and the Star Wars references. And I, I just, I really, really like the way the character is written in the comics, but the the Monica then follow up in the comics is pretty phenomenal. That I do hope is echoed in the movies. And it seems like it was set up a little bit that it will be, so. Yeah, no, 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 I definitely agree. Yeah, those uh, those are good ones. Who are some of your favorites, Zia? Um, I gotta, I gotta agree. Miles Morales is a great character. They did a really good job with him. It's hard because you, you want to miss Peter Parker because you've, he's been around for so long and he's a character that you're like, no, that's Spider-Man. But I have to say they did a great job of introducing Miles Morales and making him be like, Oh, oh cool. I get it. I like this. I like yeah. what's going on here. Yeah, look, so- That was the way where I was comfortable with Miles Morales because Peter was still there. Right. I don't, I, exactly. I, I, I hate the Ben Riley Spider-Man who was the, the clone that came back. I don't even want to get into it because it's like, no, no, I like Peter. Like, you know, and then it's like, oh yeah, but Peter's also uh, Spider-Man. Just uh, Miles is in in this universe. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Spider Gwen is still my favorite, but whatever. Uh, she's, you know what? She's grown on me. I, I think the to me it was just a costume at first, uh, and then I'm like, all right, I don't. But I, I do think that I didn't cool like part. the ballet slippers. I still don't like the ballet <laughs> slippers. But uh, <laughs> other than Miles, Zia, who are some of your favorite, uh, um, you know, reboot of characters or sequel version? One that works really well that you wouldn't think if you just say it you're like "Uh uh-uh but uh x23 they did a great job with that's elon musk's new kid right no yeah (laughs) that that is the name yeah (laughs) that was a good good joke (laughs) i was just watching him on rogan explaining that name and it seemed like he didn't know how the fuck that name came about either he was just like yeah. Anyway, They're like they gave my wife a lot of drugs when she was having a baby because that's what they do. And then I said, you name the baby and I regret it. Yeah, he was exactly. just like, uh, my girl actually came up with that. He's, Ash it was- Archangel, I think is how it's supposed to be pronounced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, any name that you anyway. have to use a Ouija board to come up with is probably not the, the best name. Scrabble tiles. Yeah. Uh, look, X23 is a cool, a very cool take on Wolverine. Yes. I thought the I film really version like of X23 was really cool. And fantastic. And, It'd be great if we were to see that again, but you never know what they're going to do with any of those characters. So, uh, yeah, I think that that's good. Uh, one that's easy to forget, of course, uh, Scott Lang is Ant-Man. That is a second version of Ant-Man. That is a guy who does not understand pin particles or anything, and he just starts superhero and I'm like, okay, now I'm small, now I'm big. I kind of like that about Scott Lang. I'm very specifically talking about Paul Rudd as him uh there's a, a couple of my more minor characters you mentioned monica rambeau who i've talked about on the show when i started reading comics she was captain marvel that was the captain marvel that i knew she was on the avengers and then later i find out that there's these other ones but uh so uh she's great Carol uh, Danvers talk- is though like if you read the comics like the, the especially the one where she the- goes to space to fight with um the guardians like yeah it's so it's oh i'll never call chewy goose but yeah well i was just i was literally about to mention i know her cat's name is chewy because of the star wars references that was in something that i read uh somewhere it's one of the best you would love it it's the yeah no lurkin reveal is phenomenal in the comics uh and then uh there's a couple other characters that stand out for me uh there's sort of like a, a an alternate timeline future version of phoenix uh it's a 
future version of Scott and Jean's uh, kid named Rachel Summers, who was Phoenix Two in the mid '80s, and then uh, a, an also alternate version of another child of theirs, a young version of Cable X Man slash Nate Gray. Uh, are we getting any of these in the chat, Zia? Are people uh, throwing in some of their? Um, we've got a, we got quite a few good ones. Red Hulk from Jenna oh, James. Oh, sure, that's a great one. Yeah, Gamer Girl, She Hulk. Jenna, Ga- Jenna James again with Agent Venom. Uh, okay. Arkham O with Scar, S-K-A-A-R. Am I saying that right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Jenna James, Miss America, Arkham O. We've got uh, A-Bomb. Jenna James, Superior Spider-Man. Uh, Langley M. Neely, America Chavez. Sure. Um, I feel like there were a couple that I missed in here, but, oh, uh, Ghost Shuri, Black Panther. Mm. I saw Cosmic Ghost Rider in there, so that's a that's always a fun idea when you do that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sherry Black Panther would be great. So look, we've uh, we've we've there's so many. That's the thing. There've been so many different takes. You know, yeah. there's there's like U.S. agent who was Captain America at one point, John Walker, when uh, basically the government took the shield away. Kind of something very similar to what we're going to see on the falcon and winter soldier series whenever we do get to see it so yeah there's a lot of these takes for those of you watching the archive version just leave your comments in the chat below and uh, we'll be happy to uh, interact with you there but we are out of time for this week so thank you to everybody who joined us in the chat and elena where can people find you you guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, spelled like Alana, A-L-A-N-A-J-O-R-D-A-N, and yes. on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. Oh, and you can also find me uh, on a new podcast called the Drunk Banthas Podcast that I'll be doing regularly with Alex LaFosta, who is a geek aficionado. Well, if it's called Drunk Banthas, is it a Star Wars drinking podcast? or You know, one of them was a Star Wars okay. drinking podcast, and then it spun from there and just became all the things. But it is uh, mixed drinks that are made beforehand, custom different mixed drinks to go with the theme, and then you can drink along the drinking game as you listen to the pod. Nice. Well, I'm sure Ryan fun. in the booth is already downloading the Star Wars drinking games, and uh, we already did talk... that on Star Wars movie news. That was well, yeah, and was... and uh, Ryan, I know you did a special May the Fourth be with you episode, but uh, I assume you guys will also be on today. Uh, we actually will not be on today. Okay, so um, no plug for today. <laughs> but, no plug for today. But they can, but they can see the, watch they the, can see the one. No, I was gonna say they can see the one you did on That's May fourth, right? Yes, we did one on May the fourth. Big Cantina special, spectacular, talking all things Ooh. like Star Wars, the Clone Wars finale, playing a bunch of Star Wars games. Elena was on. We had such a fun time. I got um, really drunk. <laughs> we got to see her eight foot Han Solo rug. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, sweet! So check it out, guys. <laughs> Well, and I also did a uh, May the 4th special of my personal podcast, The Black Cast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Ryan did join us in the chat, and uh, there was a little bit too much Last Jedi shade for him, so uh, I think he left. (laughs) But uh, my co-host, Will Sterling, got absolutely wasted before we even started. (laughs) He's really, really drunk during it. It's a lot of fun. That's great. And Zia, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. Check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Zia land. I started playing Dead Cells, obsessed with that game. Uh, Still streaming Bioshock. And then, of course, Sundays are still for snacks. Uh, So come hang out for that. And uh, you can also catch my other podcast that I do called It's Eric Nagel. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 
Uh, and uh, one more self-promotion. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. That is all the time we have for this week. Thanks again to everyone. We will see you next Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. But until then, as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior! From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.